Welcome to the Grappling Discourse Podcast. My name's Matt Scaff, and today's episode, I'm going to be talking about starting a podcast. So, guess what, guys? It's almost episode 100. I can't believe that. I've been podcasting now seven or eight months, and honestly, over that time, I've gotten a lot of questions about how I started the podcast, how you know I picked the topics, or you know how I got the confidence to speak, a bunch of different things. And if I'm being honest, I didn't always have that confidence, and it took me a long time to start the podcast. Before I started it, I'd say that I'd been thinking about doing a podcast for two or three years easily, and I always kind of envied people that had a podcast, like I wanted to do one. I felt like I had topics that I wanted to talk about, things that I was passionate about that, you know, I just really wanted to, to talk about. You know, I wanted other people to hear my opinions on the things that I was passionate about. And what really got me to do the podcast is when I started journaling. So as I've told you guys, I'm an avid journaler. I've been doing that for like a year and a half now, but the journal really showed me that, man, this is a topic that keeps coming up. Like it's something I keep thinking about. I keep writing about, you know, podcasting and how I want to do it one day and how if I ever start a podcast, you know, I'll talk about these topics and these other topics, you know, and it just made me realize like, man, you know, you keep having these thoughts. Why don't you just do it? Why don't you just commit to start a podcast? What I was really worried about was starting a podcast and then quitting, like being one of those guys that starts a podcast five or 10 episodes and they, I don't know, they just stop doing them, you know? And so I talked to a couple of people, I got some really good advice, and I just decided to commit to at least 25 episodes. I was going to try and do 25 episodes in a month. That way I had content already built up, and I'd really know, you know, if I really liked the process of podcasting. And so I got started. And before I got started, I had to write in my journal, do not be a perfectionist. Podcasts are not perfect. So do not criticize yourself. Do not go back and listen and look for every mistake because you'll never produce a podcast episode that way. I listened to other podcasts and I heard their mistakes. Like it was really important for me to listen to Joe Rogan, Tim Ferriss, these guys that I really enjoyed listening to and they make mistakes all the time. And so I had to get that out of the way. The first episode, it was so difficult for me to click that produce button. After I produced a couple episodes, and especially after I'd gotten some good feedback, I was like, oh my gosh, like it's no big deal, you know? And so now my motto is just produce it, just get it out there. It's much more difficult in these episodes where I'm just talking because it's a lot easier to make mistakes. I love doing interviews because I love hearing other people's stories, but it's also a lot easier on the producer or the host. You know, it's much easier to just ask a question and just sit back and let the guest speak. And so that is something that I'd recommend that, you know, especially if you are thinking about ever doing a podcast is you really need to be comfortable with making mistakes, especially as I said, if you're doing a solo podcast or you have solo episodes where it's just you talking. Be very comfortable in you saying, uh, you know, misspeaking. It's one of the reasons that, you know, I really try not to edit the podcast. I try not to like, these are all one takes. 
I'm just really trying to get comfortable with my own voice and really get the confidence to, okay, I made a mistake here. You know, as long as I just didn't completely jack it up, just keep going. And so since I'd been thinking about podcasting for a long time, I already had a lot of episodes like that I wanted to do, like just ideas in my head. And so people ask, like, how do you, you know, produce two or three or four episodes every week? Well, honestly, it's really easy because I have been thinking about doing a podcast for a long time. But also, this is like authentic. This is really me. Like, these are all thoughts that I have. I'm not making up episodes. I'm not being something I'm not. It's really important, I think, for the content just for me to be truthful, for me to have an honest take on the way I feel about something, whether it's you know, obviously grappling, Brazilian jiu-jitsu, my experiences, as well as stuff like mental health and, you know, how I've grown over the years. And so if I was creating content like that, you know, whether it was, you know, a fiction podcast or some type of like detective podcast or, you know, even trying to be an expert in something I'm not like, okay, guys, I'm going to be the you know, weightlifting expert, like every episode is going to be on weightlifting and diet. And honestly, I'd be overwhelmed because that's something that I would really need to study a lot. Like I would really have to, you know, I mean, I'd really have to do a lot of work for each episode where these, I mean, I train Brazilian Jiu Jitsu every single day. I've been doing that for, you know, coming on like almost a decade now. And so when you're authentic and when you're actually living, you know, what you're talking it makes producing an episode, honestly, very, very easy. Now, one of the big things that at the beginning I was worried about and that I've really had to kind of, you know, talk to myself about and other people, you know, about is the numbers, you know, just getting caught up looking at numbers and striving for more, more, more. And so it's really easy to judge yourself based on how many listeners you have. You're always checking that number. Especially, you know, if you're somebody that, you know, is used to just checking social media all the time and, you know, you're always also kind of worried about what others think, you know, you're going to be looking at your night, how many downloads you're getting, how many people have reviewed your podcast. And for me, since I am becoming really passionate about doing and producing a podcast, I've really had to you know, at the beginning, it was no big deal because I was going to be shocked if I ever got like 50 regular listeners. Like I just, I didn't know how long that would take. And I didn't know if that would be a possibility. So I kept my expectations really low. But once I started to really crush that, you know, I started getting well past 50. I started looking at the numbers more and more and wanting more and more. It's like the guy that "Ah, I'm not making a lot of money at the job at this job right now. So I'm really just going to focus on the experience and trying to do it the best I can. And then when you start making more and more money, you just want more and more money. And so I really, you know, am trying not to think about getting listeners. Like, I don't want to ask you guys all the time to like share my podcast or to, you know, Hey guys, can you please share it? Can you please review it? You know, these call to actions. It is something that I do occasionally, but I honestly just want you to do it organically. Like if you like the content, I want you to share it. I want you, if you, especially if you know somebody, you know, there's an episode about, Hey, you know, your buddy just started Brazilian Jiu Jitsu and he's having questions. You know, I, I want to be a resource and a reference for you know, people that you know, and also for you as well. 
because I have lived a lot of these experiences. And I do think, again, most black belts are very insecure about talking about their weaknesses or about where they've messed up over the years. And so at times, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu can look like, man, once you get a black belt, everything's going to be perfect. Like all the black belts I know are the most confident, you know, they're the most confident guys. Like I want to be that. And I think it's really refreshing. And I know a lot of you guys think it's refreshing to kind of see the more human side of being a black belt. And so I had to just commit to a number that was really important. So I just talked about not looking at my numbers, like especially download, but I also had to commit to doing so many episodes a week. I really like doing three. If I do four, great, but I want to commit to doing three episodes a week. It's not overwhelming. It allows me to get content out there, like a lot of content out there. But, you know, it also keeps me kind of motivated and hungry to do it because I can take two or three days off and then come back and do two or three episodes right in a row. Especially with the way I do my podcast, it's really easy to create three episodes in a week because I have so many different topics that I like to talk about. And so occasionally a couple of weeks will be mostly grappling, but then there might be a few episodes on mindset. And especially now that I'm starting to do interviews and I'm really like, that's an, uh, an area that I really want to start focusing more and more on is just getting better at interviewing people. You're definitely going to see a lot more interviews. And so maybe it starts coming to, uh, you know, it's, it's, I start doing four or five episodes a week, but I definitely want to make sure as long as I'm not on vacation, that I'm doing three episodes a week. So that is something that I think if you are getting interested in starting a podcast, you need to, no matter what, have a number and commit to doing that many episodes a week. Just do it. I knew for me, I wanted to start with just 15, 10 to 20 minute episodes. But if you're producing really long material, it might be month, you know, you might do one a month. Like if we're doing some type of like hardcore history, so make sure it's realistic. If you're spending hours and hours and hours researching and doing all this stuff, like you're not going to do three podcasts a week, especially because you're not getting paid. What podcasting has also taught me is, and what's been really cool about doing a podcast is just learning how to take constructive criticism. Like a lot of people have given me tons of feedback, it's mostly positive, and there's been a few negative feedbacks, whether it's about the audio quality or, you know, me saying, you know, I just said it. People are like, you know, you say, you know, a lot or you say this a lot, or I didn't really like that episode. You know, I wish you would have done this. I've had guys tell me they want the episodes to be longer. They want me to talk more about my experiences, you know? So it's been really cool to kind of process that because when you know, you get your black belt in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu or you start to have a few things that you're an expert at, it gets much more difficult to take criticism. Like, I don't want to hear a white belt criticize my Jiu-Jitsu or my teaching. Now, some of the criticism might be valid and I might, ne- I might need to hear it, but I only want to hear it from like Brandon. I want to only hear it from like Eddie Bravo, like my senseis. <laughs> uh, you know, I don't want to hear it from a guy that's been training three weeks. But with podcasting, I realized that since it is something I'm such a new bat and I'm nowhere near, like it's just been a new avenue for me and it's allowed me to really open myself up to learning from a bunch of different people and especially from my listeners, guys that are constantly listening. It's been cool to hear people say, man, I can really tell your deliveries improved a ton. 
you know, and I don't know. It, it's made me also become a better student, I think, in Brazilian jiu-jitsu because the more that I, I recognize how much taking the criticism and working with other people on my podcast, you know, just listing what they have to say and making those improvements, like, man, my podcast has improved so much over these 94 episodes. It's allowed me to also start doing that in my jiu-jitsu. It's allowed me, it's humbled me. And I think anything that you start, that you become passionate about, it should humble you. Should There should be some like, oh, this skill's hard, or this is harder than I thought it was going to be. And when you get humbled, I don't know, there's just something so valuable in that, that really opens you up to learn. And so I would definitely say right now I'm in a learning mindset. Like I really feel like I'm more open than I have been in a long time to learn in a bunch of different areas in my life. So now making sure that you have a voice and finding your voice. I listen to other podcasts, specifically grappling podcasts when I was like really determining how I wanted to do these episodes and some of them, a couple of them, like there were things I really liked, but honestly, most of them, like I just found things that I didn't want to do. Like, I didn't want this to be a comedy show. I feel like a lot of grappling podcasts kind of turned to like guys trying to be funny the entire time. And, you know, I wanted to stay on topic. Like I love the Joe Rogan podcast, but the fight companions drive me insane. Like I want to listen to them talk about the fights. I don't want to listen to them, you know, like that to me, those are the other episodes. When it says fight companion, I want to hear, you know, what Eddie has to say about grappling or Joe, you know, stand up or Shab, you know, talking about fighting in the UFC, those experiences. And so I wanted the grappling discourse to stay true to the name for it to be a most of the time, like an intelligent conversation. Obviously there's been funny stories on here, but I just, I recognize that my voice, I wanted to be more, a little bit more serious. I wanted to talk about more serious subjects and I wanted to make sure it stayed honest. Now I'm doing a lot of episodes just by myself because I figured that was going to be the best way for me to start getting into interviews. And so a lot of you guys have really commented like that you really like the interview episodes and you like how I let other guests talk. Well, I realized that if I did the first 50, 60, 70 episodes just by myself, you guys would already know a lot of my opinions and how I feel and think about things. It would take the pressure off me like when I'm doing an interview to feel like I have to constantly chime in. And so it really makes it easy to just let the other like this is your episode. So... Like Julian Marquez, it's like, no, no, this is your episode. I told him before, like, I'm not going to talk very much. Like, you can do all the talking. I want the listeners to learn from you. I want to learn from you. I want to hear your story. I want to tell your story on my podcast. So the solo episodes, again, they'll continue to be all about me, my thoughts, my opinions, my story. But what's been really cool is, as I said, when other people come on, I just really feel free to let them talk. I don't feel like I have to like steal the show from them. And so I am looking forward to telling a bunch of different stories and not just high level grapplers. Like I want to talk to moms that grapple. I want to talk to, you know, somebody with a disability that grapples. I want to talk to high level competitors. I want to get a really good picture of the grappling scene. 
through these interviews. All different ages, all different, you know, different genders, different, you know, backgrounds, different purposes. Because I know that what's really important in the grappling scene, or I should say one of the things that's really special about the grappling scene is how people from different backgrounds come together. And so my idea for a podcast, you know, from the beginning years ago was to have a podcast where I'm interviewing people from different backgrounds, really telling the story from all different sides. You know, what's it like to train as a woman? What's it like to be a cop and do jujitsu? How have you used jujitsu to, you know, help with your mental health? Just different things like that. And so I want you guys, if you're interested in ever starting a podcast, you've got an idea for a podcast. Those are kind of the processes that I used to get to the point where I'm at now. I didn't spend any money. That's also really important. And I am not expecting to ever make any money. If I never made any money from the podcast, who cares? I don't care. I was thinking about it in the beginning, like about ads, how much money can you make off ads? How much? I wanted to do at least a hundred episodes before I ever thought about sponsorships or anything like that. I also wanted to make sure that, you know, when I started that, you know, money was never going to be the motivation. Like I wasn't going to be like, Oh man, you know, I'm making 300 bucks off the podcast. So I have to do two episodes. I wanted this to be almost like me writing a book. I've always wanted to write a book. I always thought it'd be cool, but I don't really have a passion for writing. And so the po- this is for me is almost like an audio book. You know, I'm getting to tell my story. And so I want the podcast to continue to be a place where I can continue to share my thoughts, opinions, just like it just says it would be if I was writing a book, you know, every couple of years, you know, we could just print out or, you know, print out, I guess, all all the words that I've said on the podcast and and create a book. So if you're thinking about it, and especially because I know a lot of you guys have said that you were really just, you were scared to death of doing an episode. You just thought there was no way that you could communicate well, nobody would listen. You really need to write that down. You really need to figure out a way to stop thinking those negative thoughts. Because it stopped me for years from doing a podcast. Stopped me for years. And it wasn't until I dealt with those thoughts. Why do I feel that way? Why do I feel like nobody would listen? You know, especially if you can create a game plan. You can figure out what type of episodes you want to do. Especially when you're passionate about it. What's your purpose? I really think if your purpose, as I was saying you know, is money, then you're not going to stick with it very long. Or even just being an influencer. Everybody now wants to be on Instagram. They want to have a million followers. Like I've actually, I'm off that stuff right now. So if you guys are wanting to write to me, like I check my Instagram like once a week right now, but I'm basically off social media. Don't spend money. Don't go like I finally, as you guys know, bought a microphone. So that's the first purchase that I've made for the podcast. And it, as I said, I wanted to make sure it was going to be something I stuck with before I dropped, you know, a couple hundred dollars on a mic. All I used was my phone. I just downloaded Anchor and used my 
phones mic. And dude, that's what got me through the first 92 episodes. So it doesn't have to be as hard as you're making it. All it takes is a commitment and a passion at something. Could be anything, hunting, whatever. If you have a passion, people will find your podcast. And more importantly, one or two people, I promise you, are going to be positively affected. And that's, for me, what's really kept me going is all the people that, you know, tell me that the podcast has helped them, helped them in some way, or it's helped them feel more comfortable doing Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, or they learn something, or, you know, after I've had multiple people tell me that my blue belt episode helped them get their blue belt. Like it just gave them a purpose. It gave them something to strive for, you know, or a game plan to get their blue belt. So all of that was unplanned though. All of it was, it really just came down to me finally sitting down, recognizing that I wasn't going to stop having these thoughts about starting a podcast. And that since I was continuously having them that, I don't know, maybe it was something that I was going to stick with and become a huge part of my life. So I appreciate you guys as always. Please, I want to do an episode coming up. I haven't decided what I'm going to do for episode 100. I should say, I haven't decided what I'm going to do for episode 100. I want to do something really cool. Maybe a real cool interview, maybe even just to ask me anything, you know? So I am still checking social media, as I just said a minute ago, once a week. So message me on Instagram. I haven't checked Facebook in, in weeks, but message me on Instagram. I'll get to it and stay safe out there, guys. More and more people are starting to get back to training. It makes me so happy to be around all the people that I love and have learned so much from. So I'm looking forward to seeing you all on the mat one day. And if you're a part of 10th Planet Decatur, it's almost time before we're open back up fully. So can't wait. Thanks, guys. Later.